Hi there. Welcome to Mondays with Mike and Mary. I'm Mike. And I am Mary. And that's why we call this <laughs> Mondays with Mike and Mary. The Hi, podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening. We get a chance to look back on our most recent coaching calls, pick some highlights, operated techniques, and ask the experts, share them with you in the hopes that they help you out. So please share them with your friends, and thank you all for listening. Do you have a parade of techniques, Mayor? Well, I do, as long as we define that rather loosely. Okay. Okay, so the parade of techniques I want to share with you is a compilation of something that two people said. Here's what the first person said. I'm having the best year I've ever had, and I owe it to Floyd Wickman. Here's what the second person said. I had a crappy thing happen to me, and I could have wallowed in it, but one of my R-squared buddies, out of the blue, called me about an hour later and talked me off the ledge. And I want to talk about both of those because, you know, sometimes we take it for granted that we've got seven other people in our R-squared group that actually care about us hitting our goal. Sometimes we can be someone who's in an R-squared group and doesn't believe that's possible. And I'm sure there are people listening that have never been in R-squared, and you don't even know how possible it is. So I wanted to just take both of those and share them with you. The first person is someone who took your live stream program, Michael, Mm -hmm. earlier this year and said, all right, I'm going to keep the momentum going, and I'm so proud of her best year ever. I was Googling to see how many years it was, and I didn't find it, but I know for sure it's at least 12, 13 years. might be more than that. So that's exciting. The second person is a major hitter, top of his class. You know, like he is a player in his marketplace and he's with a big, big company. He's got his own uh, office and community office and all kinds of agents that work for him. Very successful man. And things can happen that'll knock you off track. We have the power to help one another get back on track. So go spread the love. Very sweet. Thank you. Do you have a parade of techniques, Michael? I do. It's not quite as profound as that. It's just a little dialogue when you run into somebody whose house is nowhere near worth retail in the market. Uh-huh. In fact, it's way closer to wholesale than it is to retail. How do you break the news to them? And I got this dialogue from somebody that I just Aww. love. It's just, it's a great, just nice little parade of techniques. Yeah. Here's how to te- say it to them. All right. You can either go find a cash buyer, or you can be the cash buyer Oh. and invest in your own property. Right. So you can, your choices are this. Go find a cash buyer, or you can be the cash buyer. I like that. Yeah, I do too. That's now, pretty neat. <clears throat> what about an Ask the Experts? Well, you know, this is maybe the time of year or the time of the market when... You might have a property that you thought you priced right, but it's not sold. So maybe you even got a price reduction, and it's still not sold. And we have a Mm. student, and that's exactly what happened. So I'm just going to tell you the numbers. Uh, Listed it at 215, which is right where she thought it would sell. Hasn't moved. Average days on market is somewhere around 20. This property has been on the market for 61 days. So clearly... 
it's probably overpriced. Took the price down to 210 and convinced him to stage it. So they spent like three grand staging the property and it's still not selling. So what do we do? And I just love the advice because every single piece of advice was excellent. If you out there in listening land have a property that's not selling, listen to the advice. This By the R-square way, that's team the way Ask the Experts usually works. All the advice is great. Yeah, sometimes that's the case. That is the way it usually works. Mm -hmm. You are right. So here was one piece of advice. This phrase, write this down. This is so good. Well, real estate is a bit of a chess game. Hmm. I love that. How about this? Go down to 199 now and see if you can generate multiple offers. The only risk would be in taking the first offer. Don't jump. <clears throat> right? Here's one. Uh, it's a shifting market. So I recommend $100 price reductions every Friday. <laughs> uh, here's one. The market is speaking to us. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Here's one. Did your sellers consider owner financing? There are cash buyers out there right now. Maybe you could find someone that would put 60% 60, 60 down, and maybe the sellers could even hold part of the paper, not even the whole thing, but just a part of it. Um, let's see. Ask the sellers, how much is it costing you to have a vacancy for every month that the house yeah, is vacant course. while you're trying to sell it, how much money are you losing? And how much more insurance are you paying? You bet. And here's one. We know our marketing system works. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be something else. Got to be. And bottom line, no apologies. No feeling guilty because they took your advice and it's still not sold. You're doing the system that works. So... There's some ideas to go get yourself a sold listing this week. Super. I know. I thought it was great. How about you? Ask the experts. Well, you know my fear about Ask the Experts. I do. Do I know your fear? I think you might. Well, share with me once again, my dear. I heard somebody say at the beginning of their turn, I don't know what my problem is this week. I've been thinking about it. And it's good that you don't have any problems you can that come to the surface. But Ask the Experts is not just for problems. Ask the Experts is about advice. Yeah, getting <clears throat> advice. It is about challenges and obstacles and problems. But sure. that's not all. Right. So my fear is that the calls can devolve into nothing but problems. Oh, uh, I did know that you fear that. I yeah. never fear that. I love solving them, knocking them down, getting those obstacles out of the way oh, I love to that too. generate more commissions. I don't feel like it's negative. You're afraid it's going to be negative. Yes. Okay. Because this last week, I'm bored. I'm tired. I'm in a funk. I'm exhausted. I can't get going again. I heard five different versions of the same theme. Oh, I hope you brought that to mm. the to the conversation today because... Michael, think how good it is that they have someone that they can say that to that's going to slap them upside the head <laughs> and fix it for them. Yep. That's, um, that's the beauty of having trusted advisors. Yeah, trusted, key word. Who are confidential mm -hmm. with what you have to say. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't use names 
on these podcasts, <laughs> you know. And of course, the first thing that got quoted when this came up was, this is the business we have chosen. <laughs> you know, stop whining. Come on. We picked this business to yeah. be in because we don't want someone else telling us what we can earn. Right. When we have to get up. Right. When we can go to bed. When we can go to lunch. How much vacation we can take. How much we can earn. Oh, did you say that? Yeah. yeah. Or how little. Or how little. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's why we chose this business. And at the same time, you have to recognize from time to time, the business gets repetitive. The business gets to be a grind. Sometimes you're doing, you find yourself doing the same thing for the 23rd time. And you're thinking to yourself, hmm, is this what I really want to do? Or the 223rd yeah. time if you're old enough and, and or big enough, right? Yep. And there can be high highs. And there can be low lows. (laughs) And we're constantly dealing with that. Yeah. And it's good to remember that this is the business we have chosen. And happiness is a choice, too. Just like freedom is a choice. And gratitude is a choice. Right? Yes, forgiveness is a choice. That's right. So, what choices are you making? Are you preparing yourself each day mentally, psychologically, in your heart, in your mind, to make the choices, to withstand the grind? Okay, let's flip a coin. How many of you think most of us are preparing ourselves psychologically every day for that? And how many people think we just roll out of bed and deal with it? Yep. I was reminded of Uh, somebody we know fairly well who had three deals fall apart in one day and was given a piece of advice to say, anything that happens, happens in my best interest. Oh, that's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you say it enough, if you affirm it enough, you can begin to believe it and you can begin to live it and not let, you know, illegitimus non carborundum, that's how they say it in Latin, But a couple other pieces of advice have come out this week that I really liked. And one of them was, take an inventory of your clients, the people you're currently working with. And I'm going to bet there's one or two or more toxic people in there that it's time for you to let go of. Get rid of the toxic people Uh and flush your system out. Uh Um, I also love this. Sometimes you just have to lose some. You don't get them all. And especially if you're dealing with a toxic cobroke, a dodo, you know, an incommunicative one, or somebody who's screwing things up. What do you do? Well, you send them flowers. You send them gratitude. Uh, Gratitude that you don't have to do every deal with them. (laughs) Right? Uh, And at least always do your aha. It's, it's one thing to say, okay, what are some possible solutions to this dilemma, to this funkiness? But it's quite another to also say, what lesson have I learned from this happening over and over? 
So if you are not a past grad and you don't know what we're talking about when we're talking about AHA, or if you are a past grad and slept through that session, <laughs> or it was too long ago, AHA stands for Adversity Handling Analysis. The Adversity Handling Analysis. And Floyd teaches us there are steps. The first step is write out the problem. What happened? Mm -hmm. The second step is... Um, what percentage are you responsible for? Now, remember, if you say zero, guess what? Uh, you're fooling wrong. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and if you say 100... That needs another kind of therapy. You're so, also wrong. Yeah. It's somewhere in the middle. And was it major or was it minor? Capital M or small m? Yeah. And I believe major is life-threatening and minor is everything else. Well... I believe that you can feel like it's major until you ask yourself the question, oh, was that really major or is it not major and it's minor? And yeah. then just by thinking about it, you go, oh, and that helps you get it in perspective. And what is the lesson learned? Yeah. Because the three steps, learn from it, let go and go on. It's impossible to let go until you learn from it because then it's still a drawback. But when you learn it, learn from it, there's the positive. And that allows you to let go and go on. You don't always get over it, but you can get past it by going on, if you learn from it. You kind of sound like you know Floyd Wickman's stuff. Um, yeah, I've heard it a time or two. <laughs> so if you're feeling one of those days, you're having one of those days and or feeling weeks, one of those moods. Or months. Uh-huh. Remember that aha system. Yeah. Get rid of the toxic clients. I heard this other piece of advice. Just I'll wrap up with this. And it's get rid of everything that doesn't make you happy. Oh. I really like that. It's a cool way of thinking. Yeah. <clears throat> I ran across something I wrote a couple years ago. I thought I'd share it with you. All of you. Seriously? Yeah, it's a way oh, to... Uh... Michael has these old notebooks that he's written things <laughs> in, and when he was cleaning his office the other day, there was a stack, so I can't wait to hear it. It's, uh, yeah, it, when you're a compulsive journaler, it's hard to throw oh, them away. Oh, you so. shouldn't throw them away. So this was something I wrote one morning. I hope you like it. And if you don't, just don't tell anybody, okay? <laughs> when you think about it, an absolutely miraculous an improbable combination of circumstances and coincidences had to happen for all of us to be together right here at this time. Think about where we came from and the journey to this moment. I, for one, know it's nothing short of a miracle that I'm even still alive and able to sit up and take nourishment, much less deliver an occasional coherent sentence out loud. So let us wonder and marvel at this gloriously random order, this oxymoron that seems to make sense anyway, and be grateful that we made it here. <laughs>